There you go. Just leave it. Oh my god. I guess it turns off. See? Alright. Oh my god. What were we talking about? That took so long. <laughs> they don't even know what just happened, bro. What were we talking about? And you were being mean. No, I wasn't. You were making me mad. Because <laughs> you were saying no, stuff. No. I'm All right, telling who? you. You got to be careful. What were you talking about? What? Like before? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I'm talking about Illuminati. Act before that? What? <laughs> Damn, I don't like say that word. I wasn't going to say it, but that's where we ended, though. Wait, no, we didn't. Hold on. No. You you said something else. What? I don't remember. Yes, I... Two Frost. I don't remember for real. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. You got to stop... I don't remember. Um, the music industry. That's what we were talking about, really. Damn. The music industry. Or how they have monopolies. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Something after that. How mo- monopolies are illegal, right? Like, we're legally not allowed to have a monopoly over anything. So one business can't be... But you get how we have PlayStation, Xbox... We have iPhone, Android. We, that, it has to be a competition. It can't just be one. That's why they split it up, though. That's what I've been trying to tell you. Here we have Walmart. You know? Here we have QT. You go down south, you're going to have a 7-Eleven. But it's the, it's the gas station. You get what I'm saying? Then the whole reason why they're there is because they sell gas. The whole reason why you pull up to them is because they sell gas. Who runs the gas businesses? The same niggas that run the oil. The same niggas that run this, that run that. You run oil, you run plastic, you run everything. <laughs> Damn. And then music, they cover all their music too. It's just big ass record labels split up. So maybe one's more focused on this, and one, but, but all of them will sign anybody. It's just big ass record label would just sign a country artist and a rap artist and you know a whole bunch of different people and just let them get their own name under it but they're still under them so if they fuck up or they don't listen or they need to be removed they will be removed it's that simple you gotta think of it like the mafia you see how we went to the mafia movies how they moved there's no room for like a slip up any nigga does any, you're dead. You, there's no, I, I can't, bro. I can't let you live. Like, it's either you or me. And if you keep doing this, we're both going to get fucked. So bye. Block out there, right there in front of everybody. Just shot in the head. Now think about it. If it's a group of niggas that run everything. I'm talking about good just trillionaires, bro. Money isn't even an object to them. They just pick and choose what they want, when they want. Some, it's a crazy idea, bro. It's a crazy, like, who knows? Who knows? We're not even there. Like, we're at the bottom of the barrel. We don't get nothing, bro. <laughs> we don't. We're meant to be kept at this level. They're meant to get kept at that level. You know what I'm saying? At this point right now, a little pump technically can't go broke, bro. Because anywhere he shows up, he can do anything and get a check somewhere. Somebody will pay him just to show up. Always. Just because he's Little Pump. Just like Chief Keef, Little Wayne. Like, they still do shit. We don't hear about it. But they still get paid, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get their money, bro. So it's like... That shit crazy. They control hella shit. 
can probably control way more than we think. That's the only thing I can think of from what I see. And they have us restricted to stay at this level. But even if they, even if you figure it out, you still can't do nothing about it, bro. That's what I'm saying. What's the point of even being here? If at the end they're always gonna win, there's no like. The only way we can win is by leaving and building up our own shit. So they go back down to they're literally nothing, bro. I hate to say, it, but it's the truth, bro. If all the foreigners left America, bro, America will be weak. America will be way weaker than it is now. Way weaker. Think of all the workers everywhere that are not from America. Jamaicans, Chinese, Asians, all the Asians, all the Hispanics, all the Europeans, the Bosnians, and all the everybody, everybody from around the world except purebred American, like one of the OG Americans. What would you would be like? America would be weak as fuck, bro. Baseball, I'm not watching it. That shit gonna be so garbage. That's just gonna be garbage. Basketball, hell no. Nah. Imagine basketball <laughs> with no, with like only white people, bro. I'm not trying to be racist or nothing, but picture only Caucasians. Like, damn, that could be kind of boring. Not even kind of. That shit would be ass. And if they go to the Olympics, they're getting smacked. Nigeria, all them countries will whoop. Bro, what? They go dumb. Soccer, same thing. (laughs) Soccer, same thing. Half the American team is fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, just one generation. If they go back to their country, they're fucked. Really. I don't know. They're sneaky, bro. They do sneaky shit. You, if you're striving for the best and you're striving for the peace and you're striving for the equal and you're striving for the even and you're stri- that's what they always say. They always repeat the same thing that that's what they're going for. Why is our cut of the check so weak, bro? That doesn't make sense, bro. How does a big ass business, right, get tax exemption? And we have to pay taxes. That don't make no fucking sense. You get what I'm saying? He's making more than... I'm buying shit from him. And he don't got to pay extra when he buys. I have to pay extra. Why? <laughs> where where do they sign up? I'm, I'm going to be a business then. I'm my own business. You get what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? That shit's weird. You never know. You got to, like, if you pay attention to little shit, you're going to be like, bro, it's set up for you to, like, stay where you started. If you started rich, you are meant to stay there. You can balance there. Even if, like, even if you go down, your case is worth so much, lawyers will do it for free. Give me the cut after we win the case. And they win you blah, blah, amount of money. Now you have who knows what a condo that your dad left you. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like kids that were born with like rich parents and unfortunately their parents aren't there anymore. It's just like a 21-year-old with hella shit that his parents left him. Like he's meant to stay at that level. He can maintain that shit, bro. Like literally just by selling, flipping if he's smart with it. Niggas are gonna fuck up because they didn't earn it. And that's the flaw in it. Also, which makes you go back to the beginning. Niggas don't just stay rich. They're always gonna rich, rich. That nigga didn't do nothing. Really? That's what it does. So at the end, you always loop back. Always loop back. Loop, loop, loop. But the same nigga stay up top. There's family lines and family trees that stay up top. And who are those? Past slave owners and past this and past... Them niggas had the upper step. You got to understand, bro. Like, imagine... If Americans went to El Salvador. Trying to, like, be immigrants and sneak in there. How hard it would be for them to switch. You get what I'm saying? To get adjusted to being living in Salvador or living in Santo Domingo. (coughs) 
how hard it would be for a purebred American, for Coach Bell, to go to Cienfuego and walk and, like, start eating. Dude, like, that's going to take him a minute to get accustomed to that. Even his body, like, eating the food. He has to digest it differently. Like, he's not getting processed food, bro. When you come here, like, they make you get accustomed to, like, the same food, bro. It's so nasty. But, like, I, I'm telling you, that one day I was eating a chicken wing. I was just looking at it, like, this shit was alive. Like, this shit was bleeding. This shit was, like, what's the difference of me doing it and doing it him raw? Like, just biting, like, the chicken. That's what I'm doing. And that's why I was like, I don't want chicken wings no more. That's why I was like, I don't like, I don't like, I want chicken wings. Wow. One day, it was one day random, eating my barbecue. I like barbecue wings. I ate them after. I still eat after, because, you know, I'm like, I, it's meat, bro. I like meat. I just, like, it has to be made a certain way. It has to look a certain way, like, the way you do it. I can, I'll kill it and make it myself. And that'll be more, like... I saw it happen. But, like, when you don't know where that shit comes from, how long it's been cold, what are you eating, bro? And then you see it, and you, like, isn't that's not food. <laughs> like, yo, I don't know. I do that a lot, bro. I just look at the food, like, bro, this is not food. But, like, if I'm eating my food, I don't, you don't second guess at all. But you ever ate a hamburger somewhere, and you're like, did they cook this all the way? Like, you would never second guess that when your mom cooks or when my mom cooks. You gonna fucking eat like fuck. You don't have to second. You saw her cook it. You saw her do it. You get what I'm saying? Like, she peeled the platano, nigga, put it in. Like, damn, nigga. Still, we don't know where we get the platanos, too. So... Like, it's processed food, and it's, like, nasty. You can tell it's nasty, and it's just the the same shit repetitive. And then it's, like, obese shit, for real. Like, they make you obese. Like, they give you food that's, like, bro, that's going to do nothing but harm. Like, there's no, like, no positive, like... I remember in Super Size Me, one of the doctors was, like... He was, like, well, how many times would you recommend a week to eat? He said, I wouldn't recommend it to eat it ever. In your lifetime. This, this, and that. Bro, like, what are they feeding us, bro? What are they really feeding us? What are we drinking? Water? Who knows, bro? They have a monopoly on everything. They probably got a monopoly on the water business, bro. Where we get our water. All they have to do is slip anything in there. Bro, when Kanye was talking, bro, he was talking about, like, like try to give him pills to keep him not himself. Like, how I was off my, like, when I used to take the ADHD pills, and I told you, like, I would just be, like, stuck. And, like, I wouldn't laugh. I wouldn't, like, be, like, goofy. And I would just be, like, there's nothing else to do but work. Like, my brain would just, I don't, you could feel it. It's like you're trapped. You're like, what the, f-? like, why? But I'm telling you, my friend told me a joke. It was mommy started cutting the, the pill in half. And then giving me half a pill every day. And then she started giving me half a pill every other day. And see, until I didn't get in trouble. I never got in trouble. And then she, like, stopped giving them to me. I just stopped getting in trouble. I learned how to control my laughter. But it was like, I could have learned that. You know what I'm saying? Without having to take that. I don't need that shit. And the way they were dosing it, if mommy didn't cut back how she did... I'll be a robot, bro. Like, that shit will suck the life out of you. You got to imagine, like, imagine being a kid. Nah, bro, that shit's fucked up, Beverly. That shit's weird now, bro. Like, that shit's crazy, bro. I don't want my kid here at all. That shit's so crazy, bro. If mommy didn't cut back how she did, bro, fuck. Beverly, those pills would knock you down. I know. I remember Danny used to take them. Like, you'd be a robot. His teacher called my dad, told him to come to a meeting, and then she said, Danny needs to start taking those these pills. I take them myself, this and that, and I know that that will help Danny. 
So they went to a doctor and everything. But that makes you a full robot. Mm -hmm. Like you have no. My friend told me a joke. Danny would do, like Danny would go like this. And like you know, when talking to us, like I don't know what you just go like this. In my mom, I think that's the pills. Because he, he was quiet. He Beverly, was quiet too. listen, Beverly. My friend told me a joke on Tuesday. I didn't take my pill that day. I'm laughing, I'm laughing, I'm laughing. I think I even peed on myself a little bit. Because I used to pee on myself like fuck. Like fuck. I peed on myself. Not not hell. like sixth grade was like the last time I peed on myself. And I could say I peed on myself. Like I left a puddle. And then I sat back down, and then I thought about it like, bro, I just spread it all over my butt. But I always had a trick, bro. The jacket. I'll tie it around my waist. I'll look so gay. I would not give a fuck. I'll walk around with my jacket around my waist tied. Beverly, in sixth grade, I'll just walk. (laughs) Nah, you wouldn't even scared if you smelled like pee? No, I always go to the bathroom. I wasn't that stupid. As soon as I found out, I would go straight to the bathroom and I'll get in the dryer. And if I, if those people I out, I'll go in the bathroom. I'll just pat with the towels and just do. I had a whole routine for this shit, bro. And baseball, during baseball and team sports, way easier. Because now I have shorts. So I can switch out. My long pants get, I peed on like, fuck. But that was like high school. Never mind. I never, oh, no, I did have, I don't know. I'm getting off topic like, fuck. But mommy, my friend told me a joke on Tuesday. I didn't take the pill. By Wednesday, I took the pill. He came back and told me the same joke. And I'm like, why is this not funny? And I'm laughing because it's like, bro, if I don't laugh, that's going to be weird as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a friend in middle school, you always, you know, middle school, like, Repeated jokes, but just different versions. Cause you couldn't use your phone, you couldn't do shit, so you could just like had to make shit up. You do stupid shit like with your pencil and do. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't do none of that. I'm sitting there like doing my work and whatever I'm told to do, I just do it. But I do it at a pace to finish at the time. So there's no room for emptiness to just do whatever. Meanwhile, when I'm not off the pill, I'm trying to get off that shit or not even do it at all. And just do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. That's what I naturally want to do is do whatever the fuck I want. And that's what they try to take away from me. If they would have put me on those pills and mommy didn't cut back how she did, I would not be how I am today. I can swear to God, on mommy's grave, I wouldn't be how I am today at all. I'd be a robot. You wouldn't believe who I'd be. Probably still be in GGC. Swear to God. I have a different as like a way better job. Because it doesn't, it cuts you off from like creativeness. It cuts you off from just doing whatever the fuck you, you're naturally born to do whatever the fuck you want. You're born with trees, grass and everything to just be born naked. And you make clothes, you know, to be comfortable when you go to sleep. And when you, you make your own bed to your comfort. What? Like taking the pill. What do you mean? In the morning, I wake up. Mommy always makes food like bang or some shit. It's always something to eat. And then we'll eat it. And then right in the middle or at the end, she'll be like, oh, la patilla. And then she'll literally like stand in front of me and watch me take it. The whole pill, swallow it. And then... I was taking them every day. The first time it was like the whole pill every day. But really, those pills were like this. Like, they looked like orange and that thick. I remember, bro. I remember one day I was looking for them so I could remember how they looked. Because I remember when mommy had them. And I knew I didn't take all of them. You know, I stopped. And I remember. No, I couldn't find them. She probably threw them away. But it's like the story Poppy. I have another story about Poppy that he said in New York, but... So, what? huh? What? I'm going to tell you. So, if they blo- it blocks you out, think about it. You're, you're, I was like probably like fourth grade when I started getting put on that. Fourth grade. So, how old was I? Right? No. 
I Jeremiah. Two years he's less than Jeremiah. Because he's in sixth grade. Jeremiah's 11. So, nine. So, imagine at nine years old, right? What do you remember at nine years old? I remember fourth grade. A little bit. All right. Now, imagine from that point on, you being how I told you. With all your friends, you wouldn't be goofy on the bus. You wouldn't be standing up on the bus. You'd be sitting on the bus with your butt back like this. That's what I'll do. Somebody will come up to you, tell you a joke, and you just be like, hey, yeah. And they'll be like, you all right? And you're like, yeah. Always. Because there's a big switch, bro. There's a big, like, cutoff zone. And if you're repeatedly in that zone, those are not going to be your friends through high school. They're going to slowly get more isolated and you kind of stay out. Then you go to high school and you're just that lame-ass nigga, bro. Or not lame, just, like, lonely. Like, you don't talk to nobody. There was always that group of, like, people just sitting together just because there was nowhere else to sit. None of them talked to each other. And they're just doing their own shit, reading a book, headphones, whatever. And usually they kind of group up, but not always. There's a whole bunch of lone wolves I remember in high school, bro. You just see walking down the hallway like, bro, I've never seen him talking. To like, like, I've seen you multiple times, but always the same way, alone. Like, lonely and like kind of like enclosed. Like, you don't want people to approach you. Like, So, it's like... You keep taking those pills through high school, what are you going to be, bro? By college, you're still taking those pills. You're going to be the same way. You wouldn't be who you are. Like, they try to, like, take that from you. And he, Kanye said that. He was like, they would just try to take from my creative side. Like, I wouldn't be creative. They would try to, like, enclose me. And those pills are crazy, bro. The fact that they try to put a little kid on pills like that, it's like giving me a Zan. What's the difference? It's just a tweaked version of a Zan. It's a better version. It's for what they want it to be, you know? It does what they want it to do. And as you get older, you want other things, Zan perks. That's what they give you. Once you get in a car accident, I'll take these bottle of perks. For real. You saw the pills mommy was on? I never... Niggas, take that. Niggas, take that. Just to feel high. That's what they want you to do. It's a business. The whole United States is a business. It's a corporation. They control everything. They get money out of everything. As soon as you step foot in this motherfucker, you got to pay. Even if you sneak in. That's the finesse they have, bro. I feel like everything played out by accident for them. Not even by accident because it's so perfectly played out. It's like, how? There's no way this could have been luck. This was planned. Like, Beverly, they make niggas try to sneak in. Almost risking their lives to sneak in here. And then you get here and you're like, nigga, this shit. But William told me straight up. He was like, bro, when I went to New York, I was like, this is the most disgusting shit I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, dude, I'm telling you. Like, for real. Beverly, you see New York in the pictures and, like, the skyline. The skyline is you coming into the city. And the buildings when you get to Times Square. But when you go back home, it's a train with a drunk nigga sleep, bro. I was, I was on a train like that. I swear to God. You, that nigga hit the brakes, his head will hit the walls. Dude. And we're just like, yo, that nigga is knocked. Like, they'll come in with a book bag. You know, New York nigga be like, that nigga knocked. And walk away. And niggas will come playing drums or some shit. But, like, it's trash everywhere. It stinks. There's niggas everywhere, and you can tell, like, they're just niggas, bro. They do nigga shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, New York is not what it looks like, bro. Especially if you're not, like, situated how you want to be situated. You know what I'm saying? No parking. That shouldn't be something I have to struggle for. But we see the difference from New York to Atlanta. You see the difference from there to there. And they try to make niggas sneak in this country, bro. And put New York. Go to New York. Go to New York. Everybody wants to go to New York. 
as soon as they get there, they're gonna be like, what the fuck? You eat a cold-ass McDonald's that's been slapped together and missing hell ingredients. Bad-ass service. The lady giving you attitude. You didn't even do nothing. Didn't give you the right change. Didn't give you a drink. Missing this. Like, bro, you're going to be like, where did I come? You go to buy some shoes, three, four, five hundred dollars That shit's crazy, bro. This government is crazy as fuck. They control everything. That's what's so crazy. Like, the fact that they control everything. And, like, you can tell the television is all the same shit repeated in different versions. And it's, like, trying to brainwash you. And now they're now they're going to get even more money because now they're going to finesse you. The biggest way to finesse somebody is splitting up how many times they give you money. You're going to notice if you lose a $100 bill. But if you break a hundred, you're gonna notice a dollar bill. You're not gonna remember, right? But where I spend that dollar, nigga? Fuck out. You know what I'm saying? You just broke a hundred. I don't give a fuck. But if you miss a whole honey, you like nigga. Where the fuck is my hundred dollar bill? So that's how they finesse you. They just take a dollar every time. Let me get a dollar. Hey, Chris, across the street. Let me hold a dollar. You saw every time he went out across the street, you gotta give him a dollar. How many episodes? <laughs> No, for real. Like, no no joking. How many did he get through the whole show saying that? Getting a dollar out this nigga every episode. If that was real life. That's what taxes are. What, what is the difference between that and taxes? Every time you go to do anything, they tax it. Anything. You want to go get a license? Tax. You want to go get a license plate? Tax. You want to go buy a car? Tax. Car insurance? Tax. Or you want to buy some shoe? Tax. Shoes tax, house tax, land tax, car tax. <laughs> Think about something else. What do you need? Toothpaste tax, toothbrush tax, bed tax. Everything is taxed. Let me hold up. Let me hold up. Let me... How many have they collected, bro? And then at the end of the year, they still take some more. <laughs> So what happened to what all I was paying like that? And now they fucking you up with social media. Because as soon as that PS5 come out, and you see Travis Scott on the cover, and you see Da Baby got it and Lil Baby got it, you like, oh, shit. I need to get the PS5. You try to go get the PS5. It sold out. PS5 sold out. And niggas are reselling it for a thousand dollars, and there's people buying it. Why couldn't they come out with enough games, bro? They know how many people wanted the game. Mm-hmm. They know how many people wanted the game because that never happened. I don't remember PS3 being like that. I remember being like, "Damn, we got a way to buy a PS3." No, you go to GameStop, pay, get it, or Walmart, pay, get it. Now I have to wait? What kind of weird shit is that, bro? That's weird to me. And we're not talking about, like, a car where people actually have to be there. We're talking about a little system. Like, they can build a million phones because it's robots building them. Nobody's putting a screen on an iPhone. No, it's a fucking robot doing that shit hella quick. So they can make shit. They can make hella. But they don't want to. They want to contain it. Now, if you don't have it, you're not in the group. So now you're just trying to get in the group. So you're trying to save, but you're trying to look cool too. You know that you got to go out every Friday night. You're 21 years old. You're single. Out with your friends every night. They want to go out every night. It's the same for boy or girl. As soon as the girl... She want to go to the club. She got to get new heels. She got to get new dress. She got to get her hair done. She got to get this done. She got to get that done. Dude, I got to get a haircut. I got to get shoes every week. I got to do this to my car. I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all have shit to spend that's off what we need to do. What did we come here to do? What was the whole plan for immigrants? Come and leave. Step in and step right back out. That was the whole plan for every single human stepping in this country. Being an immigrant. 
was step in and step out. Get my opportunities and bring it back home. You know what I'm saying? That was it. How many generations have been here? In and out, in and out, in and out. can't do that bro there has to be a line where we cut where we're like all right none of no more salvadorians are going to america no more dominicans are going to america we're going to build up our own countries and we're going to make an alliance nigga fuck we're the same bro we're all the same we're all the same if we unite right here just in the middle mexico santo domingo all the islands cuba jamaica all them and fucking uh Everybody, Colombia, Brazil, all of them, all the way down to the south. All of us are our own thing. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And then eventually, we're, we're Spain. Spain fucks with Great Britain. Great Britain fucks with France. We fuck with everybody. That's what I'm saying. And we come here try to change their laws. It's like them going to our country trying to change our laws. Y'all go crazy. And that's what we do. We come to America. Forgetting what we came here to do. We come here. And all we try to do is. All we try to do is. Stay here and try to adjust it to how we want. Why can't we adjust our own? Why can't we unite? We don't need them. Like, we don't need America. America doesn't have anything. The soil here, the dirt, everything, the weather, the climate is garbage, bro. Like, there has to be a God because the way they, the way America is, there's only, like, the way the planet was made and the way it's deteriorating and the way it's laid out, America's garbage, bro. Like, Mexico, Caribbean, and way better land. Have way better land. America doesn't have no good land. It's all dry and dirty and like it barely rains or if it rains, it rains. The only thing close to to that shit is Florida and Florida is the Caribbean. Florida is literally just the Caribbean attached to America by a string. That's what it is. At one point of us, you got Look how popular y'all made it. Just because it's kind of us. California is a little bit like Mexico. Just the, But Mexico is fire as fuck. Rains. It's like Jamaica, San Domingo, Salvador. It rains. It's dry. It's tropical. The air is so nice. Like, you just breathe differently. Like, like, it's just, I don't know, bro. The food is organic right from the ground right there. Somebody just picked this. You're about to eat it. Like, how... You know what I'm saying? Like, you're... It feels nice. It feels good. But here, it's like... It's like you're in prison. You just step in prison. Why the fuck are we trying to flood in here, then? Doesn't make no sense. We can be way better than them. We don't need them. They just try to put, like, a thing there, like, control us. One like like stay at the level. As soon as you step in here, you gotta pay everything. Everything you do, pay. Then you never leave. Cause the way they have it set up, you're always chasing something, and you switch what you want to chase. You're like, damn, is this worth it? Damn, is this worth it? Damn, is this worth it? Right there, you're wasting time. Next thing you know, you're sixty, and you're like, damn, I ain't do shit but work. Mr. John at my job that sells the fucking candy and all that shit. He has two jobs. He has two jobs. He has another job besides dealership. And so does a dude from Afghanistan. Shadalo. Shouts out to Shadalo. <laughs> the OG. Yeah. Because what they make there is not enough. So they have to get another. He said he Ubers and does other shit. The Afghanistan dude. And Mr. John, he, I don't know what he does besides that, but 
and he sells stuff. Like, that's crazy. He has to do all that just to survive. Because, like, he's not doing nothing crazy. He has a Silverado, new. But what is that? He drives to work, cool. <laughs> Dude, right across from us is taking out transmissions and doing all that other shit. Drives a Saturn, like, SUV. And the whole quarter panel on the other side is missing. It's, like, it's a big-ass chunk like it got hit. And he drives like that to work, gets on his computer, watches Netflix all day. Randomly get up, we'll get some snacks, <laughs> come back. <laughs> this motherfucker crazy. That's the one that made the gun. I told you he made the gun. We're sitting there. And I'm cleaning my bay. And then, damn, bro, Keen didn't come again. Kilo didn't come either. I told you that. Axel came late. I'm like... I'm trying to think. <laughs> he has to do all that for money. Just to drive to work cool. That other nigga knows way more. Look how he drives to work. You know what I'm saying? It's like he, he does just enough to survive. That's what he does. He goes watching Netflix, does one big-ass job. He literally pick and choose what he wants. Like, I'm not doing that. He wouldn't need, like, they wouldn't even code to him. They already know he's not going to do it. They go to another person. All right, he'll do it. And that, it just goes, they go all the way down, right? <laughs> they start coming back like that, and they go to me. <laughs> Always to me now. Cause I do the middle shit. The underliners fucked up. I give it this one point three hours. I didn't know that. Fender liners. Tire mounting. Niggas don't want to even do that no more. Tire patch, tire plug. I do all that. I gotta get a drill. I do all that. It doesn't bother me. They almost had me do brakes today. He said I left a fucking drain plug loose. Remember that day I told you I forgot? I was like, I know I forgot something, bro. He said I left one loose. And then they gave me the interview. And just make sure you... I literally want to do another oil change. I was under the car. He came over. He was like, you getting both of us. You're in trouble now. The big fat dude. It's a big fat dude that like manager there. He's cool. He's the one that give me all the work. He was like, "Can you do breaks?" I was gonna, I was gonna do it, because there's nowhere, you know, there's nothing else to do, but right there, handle cars started coming in. That's why I told you you got busy. So that's how I escaped. I was like, "Oh, I was gonna tell that somebody else could do it. Well, I can knock out these, cause nobody else is here but me." And just for time management, he was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good idea." This and that. He was like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, yeah. He was like, you left a drain plug loose. This and that. And the other dude started laughing. He was like, nah, I'm just kidding. Blah, blah. He didn't know that he was for real. So he was like, no, for real. You left one loose. And I was like, oh, for real? He was like, oh, I thought he was kidding. He was like, he was like, what? He was like, yeah, just make sure everything's tight when you go under that thing. Blah, blah. And I was like, all right, my fault. This and that. He said that they went to another Honda dealership and they fixed it. Because this is where I fuck up. What you have to do, I'm going to break it down to you. You lift the car up, right? Mm-hmm. You loosen the, the the nut. Once you take that out, oil's coming out. Mm-hmm. Then the filter. I have Poppy's tool. So what I do is first, I break it. So break it is just like loosening it. Now I can just loosen it with my hands. You know, so I won't have to drift none on me. And then the oil filter's the same way. You try to loosen that shit, it's either hot as fuck or it's tight as fuck. So you put the tool on it and it loosens it 
easiest. That's what I tell you. That tool is like a lifesaver. And it loosens it easy as fuck. Then I take off the tool. So usually I, I take off that first. Then the fucking oil filter. Right? When I put it back on. The oil filter gets put on hand tight. So while you're putting it on. You just squeeze as hard as you can. Not like. You know you don't have to fucking like bend. Fucking like. You know what I'm saying? Like it do hella hard. It's just like as, as hard as your hand can do. That's hard enough. That's literally the recommendation. Hand tight. The filter is a little tighter. So what I do is I bolt it in with my hand. And sometimes I'll be like, let me put in the oil filter. Right there, Keem talks to me. Axel talks to me. Anybody talks to me. I get distracted. I go do something for somebody, come back. Drop the car. You get what I'm saying? You just lower the car. And then, but your body knows, like, bro, you missed a step. It's like that one thing you're used to doing. And it's and I love it because you're actually doing force. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm tightening the bolt. Like I remember tightening the bolt. And I didn't tighten the fucking bolt. But I put it in just enough. That's the good thing. It's not like the other dude, it was like shh. Mine was just dripping. They just noticed it. Like, oh, I found spots. That's all they that's all it is. But I I promise you. If I make a mistake, it's going to be like that. Because I know that's what happened. I either got distracted or I just missed a step or I just switched steps that caught me. I don't know. It's something distracting me. I know it. Because if I'm just doing it, I'm not going to fuck up like that. But I do have to focus more on it. But it's like I'm doing more shit now. The fact that they were that close to giving me breaks. If I didn't get saved by all those excuses, I would have had to do it right there. I'm not scared of it, bro. The alignment actually showed me. For real. It's not even that bad. Because they don't do the whole alignment. Alignment is way more complicated than you think. They try to get your alignment 100% right. It's way harder than you think. They just do like 50%. You're still more straight with the, with the wheels. Go. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> but you can get way more technical. But they don't do that. And I thought they did. So it's like I can do alignments now. I'm not scared to do alignment. He showed me how to do it. And the fucking tire mountain thing. I always knew I could do that. The balancing. I always knew I could do that. Brakes. I just never did it on somebody else's car. And I don't like doing that. I'd rather fuck up my car and be like, damn. And then call for advice. Like Marcus or Bobby or some. You know what I'm saying? Like go to Noel or some shit. And ask them like, nigga, I'm doing this, this and that. And for some reason, bro, this nigga in the world said he had a fucking, forgot what he was taking out of a work car, right? Trying to take it out, trying to take it out, trying to take it out. Looking up, reading forms, reading shit, trying to take it out, trying to take it out, trying to take it out. Took it somewhere, trying to take it out, trying to take it to Scott. Bro, I can't get this out, I can't get this out, I can't get this out, I can't get this out. Scott did this. Straight out Cause if it's flipped one, It's like Poppy with a seatbelt On the green accord The one I have I think the one I have We switched the whole interior Over Yes it is Because the first one I crashed Was clean as fuck on the inside So we took the carpets The seats Everything and switched it And put it in the car I have now So we were trying to put the seatbelt on, but the seatbelt wouldn't extend. And Papi was like, what the fuck? The seatbelt stuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Everybody's trying to pull it. Couldn't get it out. Papi's trying to, like, take it apart, pull it with his feet, all that pliers, do everything. We look up a video. The beginning of the video, he's like, oh, and if the seatbelt's not straight up, it's not going to extend. Because it's designed that when it's tipped over, when you get into a car accident... Or you get upside down or sideways, you know it's not gonna let go, it's gonna lock. So, just, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's little shit like that. But I'd rather do that with my shit. Somebody else car, and then with that pressure of time on you, like, you gotta do it now. And they expect you to know. So, they, ex- if you know, you don't hesitate. 
know what I'm saying? Oh, Giancarlo, change that tire. I'm boom, 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 boom. Get the tire. Take out the air plug. Like, I had the whole thing down. Take out the tire. Oh, I need a tire for this part, this car number, 3396. They gave me the tire. Thanks. Rip off the sticker, put it on, check if it's in or out. Watch me the center. Go. I don't hesitate. But if it breaks, I'll be like, fuck. How do I use the machine? It's big. It's a lot of things on it. It's like two twisty things like this. A thing where you push in a big ass start button. It looks so like intimidating, bro. But I've seen people work it. I go around Keem when he used to do it. A dude actually showed me step by step how to do it. I've been seeing other people do it, and I, but I just don't want actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to do it, and he's going to come over and try to make me do it his way, which I know he's going to fuck up on some shit because I've seen him fuck up. Like, it's just go until you hear it, go until you hear it. That's it. It goes in like this. So once you attach it to it and you start going in, it'll go in, or you're going to hear like... Because it's uneven. So you're going to hear scratch, not scratch. If you hear, that's not going to work. You know why? The machine is programmed to, first you twist in to cut it. So at first you're going to hear just tire spin like. Leave it there. The machine is going to slowly cut in. Because you. When you when it starts squeezing, you know it's a disc. How do I picture a disc? Like this is the disc, right? That ring, that orange ring, it's a disc. It starts. It has to cut that. You know that's what's uneven. It starts from the inside, and it moves in a little bit, and then it goes straight back automatically. You get it? Like you preset it. How much is gonna cut? Then it goes forward. Then you set it, and it'll just go straight back straight as fuck at the perfect speed and cut it perfect the thing is you when you first start it it's uneven you twist it you have when you're twisting it it's cutting in then he says at another point so it's gonna scoot in just one more notch more just one more than whatever you put the first time the set automatically and you go straight back I know Axel's not doing the right thing. He's mo- he's doing it multiple times. How do you fuck that up? Like, do you see how precise he's told me to do it? And it makes so much sense. Because as soon as that... There's like one more, one more level of like in. And now you have it perfectly even. So it can cut it perfectly even. I don't know how you fuck that up. The only way you fuck that up is... I don't know. Put the silencer on it. Put the tray on it. Just leave it. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I don't really. Really. I know I can do it. But I just don't want Axel. And the pressure of time makes me nervous. Makes me hesitate. Second guess. Like, damn, I'm going over it quicker. So let me double check. Let me double check. Let me double check. Damn, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. You still doing that? That's how it feels like. That's exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it's like if you do a drill once, like you can't do that. You have to break the drill down. Do this yeah. step, hella, 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 hella. Second step, hella, hella. Yeah. And it's the same way when you're you're learning something new. Like you gotta get used to taking this off, this, that, do, boom, bam. Even like a new job, clocking in and all that. That was hard in the beginning. Not now, because we've had jobs for the longest. So if a job tells you clock in, remember four numbers, you can do that. And clock in. Quick as fuck. Or know the whole process of clocking in. Or waking up to get dressed and go to school. You get that process down quick. That's how they get you to work. They literally give you different times for work. Which one would you rather? Wake up at 7 a.m. and get out of school at this time? Or wake up at 6 a.m. and get out of school at this time. Or wake up at 9 and get out of school at this time. They give you all the options. High school, middle school, elementary. Which one sucked the worst? The least? 
Which one was like, oh, I could do it. Like, it wasn't that bad. Which one? I'm asking you. Beverly, which one? Huh? Huh? Out of all the time zones we had to go to school in elementary, middle, and high school, which one was, like, the easiest to do? Like, to wake up, go to school, and get home. Which one was the easiest? Will you wake up late? Get home late? Not me. (laughs) High school, like, fuck. Wake up early, get it over with, and then you have the whole day to yourself. It's 2 p.m. when you get out of high school, bro. It's 2. You get out at 4.30, bro. Sometimes in middle school, by the time you get home off the bus, it's dark. Swear to God, like, right now, if you were on the bus, it would be cold as fuck in the morning. It would be like, dick or young. Bro, all these would be out, just fart just to get warm. Fuck. Cold as fuck. Pee on myself just to stay warm, bro. Nah, it's like... Nah, but I'll get, I'll get cold for real. I hate wasting a day. Sleeping? Me too. Uh, doing any, like, if I'm just in bed, like, that's so garbage. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go out and do some shit. But some days, yeah, you need that one day of just, like, chill. You can have that. <laughs> but I'd rather do some shit, though. Well, this shit, let's see how long it is. Oh, 52 minutes. You're lying. That's how fast it goes. Why you didn't live that long? <laughs> this is going to be the end of the... I'm going to get hot chocolate. Frost talk. <laughs> That's going to be the name of it. Fro- what are you going to get? This is going to be the end of the Frost Talk. Frost Talk.